I'm not sure what you're doing tonight, but what I'm doing involves a bottle of Carvassier and a lady. Well, maybe not the Carvassier, but definitely a lady. If you're like me, you're tired of expensive, girly-smelling colognes from expensive department stores. You don't want to smell like a little bitch. You want to smell like a friggin' man. That's why I've partnered with Duke Cannon. Duke Cannon has a wide range of men's grooming products that actually smell manly as hell. My personal favorites are their Naval Supremacy Bar Soap and all of their awesome smelling colognes that women love. I have several of their colognes for different days of the week, but my Saturday night cologne is Grant because it gets the job done, if you know what I mean. Right now, if you visit duke.comeonmanpod.com, you get free shipping on orders over $25. Using duke.comeonmanpod.com tells them I sent you and you get free shipping. Win-win. Again, that's duke.comeonmanpod.com. Don't smell like a little bitch. You, my friend, are listening to Come On Man, a 3% Man podcast. I'm your host, Paul Bauer, and I am on the road to being a 3% man just like you. If you're new to the show, this is a podcast for fellow students of Cordy Wayne's book, How to Be a 3% Man, and for men who just want to be better in general. We talk about dating, gaining wealth, being happy, and using the law of attraction to get everything we want in life. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another week of Come On Man. If you haven't done so already, please like, fave, subscribe, hit those notifications. You should know what to do by now. Hell, if you're on YouTube, leave a comment too, man. That helps out. And if you're listening on your favorite podcast platform of choice, please leave a five-star review and uh, also leave a written review as well. That helps more than you know. All right. This week, um, first of all, I want to apologize. The audio isn't up to its normal quality. Um, (laughs) It was the first time I ever recorded live with someone like actually in the room with me. Um, a couple of months ago, I did, uh, an interview with a Marine Corps chick and she was in the same house as me, but the way we did it was over zoom. And she was in another room. Cause that was the only way I knew how to do it. I didn't have any kind of mixing device. Uh, this time I bought a lavalier mic splitter. And so, uh, I recorded it that way with my training partner, Tyreen, and we were talking about, uh, our marathon training this year. So the audio quality is not that great. Uh, I need to work that out, but I don't do those that much. So I don't know how much I'm going to, how much time and effort I'm going to put into it, but uh, just bear with me. I mean, I wouldn't say that the audio quality is complete trash. It's just not as good as it usually is. All right. Uh, So this conversation I have with Tyreen, I thought was pretty fun. It's pretty casual, pretty laid back. Uh, we, We recount, you know, all of our training experience for the whole year of running and what an adventure it was. And I'll bring you that conversation right after this. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
I often get inundated in my DMs on TikTok and Instagram with guys asking me for online dating tips. How should I respond to this message? How should I set up my profile? How do I start a conversation? Look guys, I'm a podcast host, not a dating coach. That's why I've partnered with one of the best dating coaches in the industry. You may know him as Performance Potential on TikTok, but I know him as Evan. And Evan has come up with one of the best dating app coaching programs in the industry that he's calling the Dating Dynamic. If you click the link in the description and use my promo code COMEONMAN30 at checkout, you will get 30% off the cost of his program because you're one of my listeners. You often hear that 80% of women are only going for the top 20% of men on dating apps. Well, this course is guaranteed to show you how you can be in that top 20%. So quit complaining and do something about it. Click the link in the description to sign up for the Dating Dynamic program today and get 30% off when you use my promo code COMEONMAN30. Again, click the link in the description and get 30% off when you use my promo code COMEONMAN30. Be in the top 20%. All right, this week... We're filming it kind of oddly in my living room. <laughs> cash. Totes cash, bro. I've got I've got my training partner here, Hi. Tyrene. Yes, sir. We've been uh, training all year to run a marathon. That finally happened. Hey, it's done. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it also, for months, I was like, I need to get you on the podcast yes. if we could talk about our, how we've been training. You mean how shitty it's been? Right. In, in oh. the, just the epic shit show that is training for a marathon. <laughs> and so I bought this, I bought this uh, lavalier mic set up and it's been sitting in my fucking office for like four months. But it's so fancy. It's pretty, pretty sweet. It's pretty fancy. <laughs> All right. So what do we talk about? Well, we're going to talk about running, uh, but Ooh. first I want to, let's, let's give people some backstory here. Right. How, how did we meet Tyreen? I think we met at run club. Yeah. Um, surface Creek trail surfing run club when I moved over here about a year ago. And, um, yeah, well, I think we just kind of started chatting it up about what, kind of our run goals were and we think we both went retarded and <laughs> decided to go full regalia yeah well well one of the things too so i i joined run club maybe a month or two before you did okay and we're the newbies we were the newbies last year this was last year we're old school now mm, mm. um but there's a small group of us that run all year round. Yes. So we'll run even in the winter time. Yes. And a bunch of, there's a bunch of old ass people in our run club. They don't watch this. It's okay. We're going to call them seasoned professionals. Seasoned, right. So there's some old ass people in our run club. And uh, a lot of them are, are snowbirds, right? So they fly in and for the summer, they, they run with us, and then they go down to either Arizona or New, New Mexico. Mexico. Yeah. Ugh. And so then, like, us hardcore people are, stay here, and, and, and there's only, like, three of us. Four, you, maybe. Yeah, yeah, you, me, Steve, maybe Shannon. Yeah, Michelle and Hart, even, they fall off. Yeah, they, they, they quit. Yep. And so, so we run... So we, we got to hanging out pretty much like all winter mm -hmm. and uh, nice. So, so how long have you been running total besides run club? 
I would say consistently for maybe the last three or four years. Nothing super crazy, but long enough to where I don't feel like I'm a complete amateur anymore. But after running this race, I still realize there's a lot more <laughs> to learn. There's some hard, there were some hardcore people hardcore. at that race. Older than us, way more hardcore, yeah. made us look like bitches. There was, <laughs> there was this lady who had this flabby butt. <laughs> And and I was making it a point, like for most of the race, to catch up with this one gal who who was young, and so yeah. she had this like she had a uh, a nice flabby butt, kind of a nicer flabby butt. It was just taunting us yeah. the whole time. Yeah, I was like that that butt is not tight enough to have that kind of attitude to be beating us right so, in this race. So I was making it a point to try to beat this one chick and uh when in in at one point i did beat like pass her up <clears throat> and then i passed another chick which was the older flabby butt. which the older flabby yeah. butt chick and so tyrene in, in order to keep up with my dumbass, she uh she passed them too and at one point tyree's like well at least we passed old flabby butt back there or something we did. but that, then she caught up she fucking wrecked us at the race she just completely destroyed us i don't even know what her time was i don't know because she probably beat she, us by a good 40 minutes yeah probably easily yeah, so <laughs> that just goes to show you that uh, put you in your place yeah that that looks don't matter when it comes to runners because no. they they come in all shapes and sizes Absolutely. and they will just completely destroy you um <laughs> so do you remember how we got sucked into marathon training I vaguely remember. Okay, this. I believe that I was the culprit for the <laughs> marathon training. I've, I, we had had conversations with other people in the group of doing, you know, a 5K, doing a half marathon, doing the ultra up on Grand Mesa. And so once we got up into the 19 mile, you know, realm, I'm like, well, hell, we might as well go full on balls deep. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, finish the season strong with right. the, with the full marathon, and I've always wanted to do it before I turned forty. Right, and you've you've ran half marathons. Before. I have, yes, I have ran one other half marathon, and then the one that you and I did this year. Okay, yeah, because before that, um, the first time I I was at Run Club, <clears throat> I was running with the the guy who gave me the card and invited me to join. This guy named we call him Hart, and I was running with Hart, and he's like, so what's the furthest you've ever ran? And I was like, seven miles on accident. And he's like, oh, why haven't you run further than that? <laughs> Called you out. And I was just like, oh shit, this, okay, this is how it's gonna be. And so I sort of had that in my mind the entire time uh, that I was in, that since I joined the run club. And I don't know if Hart has run a marathon. I don't, he probably hasn't. Michelle hadn't ran stupid, what's it called, before making us do it. Right, yeah, I'll I'll get to that. (laughs) So, so yeah, so so the year comes around and we start talking about doing longer runs and I was like, yeah, like maybe you should do a half marathon and, and then... Next thing you know, like everyone in the group's peer pressuring us. But like, nobody did it. Nobody did any of it. Nobody did it. Yeah, any they're of it. like, oh, this is this would be a good half marathon for you. Oh, this would be a fun race to do. Yeah. Why don't you guys do this this uh, ultra race? Right, right. It, oh, yeah. <laughs> why don't we go ahead and add Lead King on there? That'd be great. Oh, this sounds fun. This, this Lead sounds, King. Yeah, so great. Little did we know what we were getting into. Right. So we decided, okay, we're actually, we were originally 
going to do Sneffels. Yes. Mount Sneffels. Yes. And so we were like, Thank okay, God. yeah, all right, let's do it. Let's do Mount Sneffels this year. Let's make that a goal. And then because that was our goal, it was like all these other races were like, well, we're training anyway. Yeah, we're right there. Why don't like, we? Time to ride up, right? Right with it. <laughs> Why don't we run a half marathon? Cuckoo. So the the first big race we did was the Provo half marathon. Half marathon, yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, that was in June. Was that June? That was June. I could have swore it was earlier than that. No, but. it was June. We did that in June because we started talking this whole madness in like March. Right. And we had to do the, the training and the, stuff. The training, yeah, <clears throat> went all the way up to the half marathon. And that was our first real race. And that was only in June. Okay. So... So we signed up for the Provo Half Marathon. It was just us. And then there was two other people from our run club. Uh, and, and a couple old, of those old ones those we were old, talking those about. fucking old people. Actually, the oldest people. Like The oldest. The, the oldest guy in our group is 84. And has 100,000 miles or more on his shoes. Right. Chevro legs. Right. So he ran the 10K. Yes. So he signed up for the 10K. So they were there in Provo. And, and his wife was just crewing or whatever for him, yeah, supporting. She, she, she she's was, a great she, cheerleader. She's a cheerleader. So, so we we drove down to Provo and we uh, we got a hotel room and yep. and camped out there. We had to be there at like I don't know four o'clock in the morning. I think it was something like that. Yeah, we had to get up like stupid early. Yep, we were up at like three. We were down there by four. Race started at like six thirty. No, it didn't start till. 7.30 maybe. I don't remember. We sat there for a long we time. We sat there forever and it was freezing butt cold and we were wrapped up in the, or I was, he didn't. Yeah. I was wrapped up in that stupid foil blanket. Yeah, they, gave, they gave us all the, these emergency uh, tin foil blankets. It was hilarious because I actually was like, yeah, this is this is handy right now. I'm ass naked. I'm freezing <laughs> right now. <laughs> so what was interesting, what I liked about Provo uh, don't don't rip I'm that not apart. Ripping it off. Don't know. I okay. promise. She's gonna mess up the equipment here. So, the thing that I liked about Provo was that um, first of all, it was my first like real big race. I'd done a bunch of five Ks and ten Ks before that, but I'd never done a half marathon. And she had done a half marathon, and so she had this goal: I want to run at this pace or something. I want. I want to hit two hours. Yeah. That's what it was. That's I really wanted to hit two hours. <laughs> so she's like. We, we got to run, and they had pacers. They had these pace runners that had these signs. Attached to them that they carry. Yeah, so they're like, if you, if, yeah, if you want to run a two-hour pace, this is the guy you got to stick up, stay up with. So I was like, yeah, sure, whatever. I've never done this before, so I don't care. So we did good until this fool had to, <laughs> had to go pee. I had, I had to use the restroom, you know, what are you going to do? But so we ended up, like, falling behind, but we ended up running that thing in a nine minute fucking pace yeah yeah which was faster than i've ever ran before right which for someone who's never ran a half marathon or whatever that's pretty that's pretty pretty good pretty fucking ridiculous yeah and especially when you're you're uh i turned 42 this year and i turned 40 this year yeah so this so was my 40th year we ran that at a nine minute pace i think that's pretty fucking good pretty for awesome. a couple of 40 year olds you yep. know 40 plus so <laughs> and pretty amateur it's not like right. you know like you said we haven't run a ton and the last half marathon i had run before that had been over well over a year right before corona before i was in like peak condition when i ran my first one i was nowhere near <laughs> peak condition for this one no no I'll, i thought i felt pretty good because i mean we yeah we, we were running pretty pretty well we had yeah. done some training runs we ran 
the first like really long run that she and I ran together was from her house up to Cedar Edge, Colorado and back. And that, so that was like a nine, nine mile. miles, nine miles. And at that point, that was the longest I've ever ran. We thought we were going to die that day. Yeah. <laughs> Little did we know what we had in store right. that, ahead. That day was, I mean, I just remember that being extremely painful and every training run that I did where I went further than that. At the end of it, I was like, fuck, like, this is the furthest I've ever ran. This yep. is crazy. I this feel like shit. This hurts. My body hurts. Right. But the funny, the, as training goes on, though, and the further you run, like, the nine-mile stuff is like, ah, it's only nine miles. Now I look forward to a nine-mile run. Like, who in their crazy mind thinks that nine miles, oh, that's an easy day. Let's go right. ahead. It's just nine miles. Oh, you'll be done, what, hour, hour and a half at most? It's you'll so, be fine. It's so funny. Do you? When you first started running, um, like seriously, I would say like five Ks, and I consider that serious. I, I agree. Um, like, how did you feel about that? Because at that time, when I first started doing this stuff, I had I was dating a gal, and she was running five Ks and ten Ks, and I was so impressed by that. I was like, oh my god! No, me too. And the first time yeah. I ran a five K, I was like, oh my god, you're the shit! You're the shit! Right. Right. You could run. And that time, I ran nonstop. There wasn't. I did not stop running. Like when yeah. I will be honest, of course, during the marathon, there were points when we had to stop running. Yeah. But that for a five K, I ran the whole time. For the ten K, I ran the whole time. Even the first half marathon, of course, peak condition, I ran the whole time with that one too. But I didn't run it nearly as fast as we ran the other one. I think I was like six or seven minutes. And we even walked slower. a little bit with that, but we walked at a pretty brisk pace because you walked fast we, as fuck. Did yeah. we walk? Oh, it wasn't <laughs> until like the last few miles that we walked on the half marathon, yeah. but it was a very short amount of time. Yeah. You're right. He pushed me on that one though. Yeah. I will say I was closer to my end on the half marathon than... I was at the full marathon. Oh yeah. Where you were, I feel like you were struggling a little bit more at the end of the marathon than I, I was. I was dying. Yeah. I was fucking dying. You were in yeah. so much pain. Yeah. I felt bad because I had been in your shoes and other runs that we had done and yeah. you were in my shoes and I was like, shit, I gotta, I gotta stay with this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like I felt bad because yeah. I'm like now I know how he felt with my ass. <laughs> my legs were killing me on that. So what, was it your feet? My feet a little bit, but it was more of my thighs oh. because I did that stupid leg day. Leg day. Yeah, which we'll get Who to. Who does a leg day in a taper week? Yeah, we do. I do. Yeah. <laughs> Just saying. So so we finished Provo. We finished Provo. Then the next race after that that uh, we were, like, I, I thought she had signed up for, but it turned out <clears throat> that Steve and I were the only ones that signed up for this thing. And it's the uh, Grand Mesa Ultra. And it's not an actual ultra race, though. It's, it's only a, uh, a 15K. No, it's or, not. It's a 30K. Remember? 30K. It's a 30K. 30K. So that's Sorry. why it's yeah. considered an ultra. Right. Yeah. But it's so it's like 18 plus miles. Yeah. And, uh, 19 miles. But it's like a really rugged trail run at altitude. So you go, uh, you go running up this trail, and you can Google it. <clears throat> There's a trail on the Grand Mesa in Colorado called Crag's Crest or crag crest loop or something mm -hmm. and like the top of it is like eleven thousand feet and um, and you're literally on the crest of the mountain you're at the very highest point <laughs> yeah on the on the mesa it gets to be about eleven thousand, and you're literally on the top of just boulders yeah so it's really like you said rugged terrain crazy terrain you're running on these rocks we did a training run on that trail and i did i was like yeah i'm not doing this again right because <laughs> the training run was only like 10 miles 
Right. Which means I would have had to add another nine on that. I was like, no, I'm good. I don't like trail running. That was when I decided. Well, it was like, I think right before that too, though, we did a we did a training run down the desert. Oh no, Sidewinder! The Sidewinder Trail. Why and, do you have to bring that up? Well, because it's funny. It is. It's terrible. <laughs> so we go and do a, a training run at Sidewinder, which is out in the desert, and this was before she realized the value of having water, and so she. She, she's like, no, I'm good. I, she's like, I hydrated before this. Or- I hydrated before, and I had two liter bottles, two yeah. two liters. So I had two liters total. No, I didn't even know. It was like half a liter each bottle is like a half a liter. So I had one liter total. I thought we were going to be good. Yeah. It was like we, we were going to run like 13 miles that day. No, that was, was it 13? No. It was, I think it was 13. No, it was 15. Was it 15? That was 15. And remember, yeah. we shorted it because we did the little shortcut, and yeah. we were only at 14 and a half. Okay. I said, fuck it. I'm taking it. Yeah. And I puked that day. Right, yeah, because we get back and she's so like dehydrated. She's got salt, salt coming everywhere. down her neck. Everywhere. And and so I have extra water in the car, and so she guzzles the water Guzzle. super fast. Guzzle it. And then that didn't agree with her. And so uh, a quarter mile down the road, I'm like, <laughs> you got to pull over. And literally every single drop came right back out of my body. So I think it was a combination of that shitty run and then going up on the Mesa and running those trails where she was like, you know what? FYI, I actually haven't signed up for this and, and I'm not I don't fucking plan going to. to. Yeah, yeah. So, so then I was like, oh shit. Well, I guess it's just Steve and I then. Well, Steve, our, our other training partner, sort of like, surgery. he's sort of like our coach. He, he's Mr. Miyagi. He's the Mr. Miyagi of running. He he ha- ended up having eye surgery for cataracts or whatever, and so he had to back out of the ultra also. So if you guys go watch my TikToks, there was like a whole like couple, like maybe month or two where it's just me training out in the woods. Yeah, because I stopped because <laughs> I knew once we okay so that was what it was i agreed i wasn't going to do trails anymore so right. i was like we've got to find another marathon because we had signed up for snuffles that was a trail marathon i'd learned real fast that not only does it double your time to do a trail marathon but it's twice as hard yeah. and i'm just not a trail runner it's not in my forte i cannot get with a cadence i can't get yeah. in a rhythm it doesn't work for me i realized i didn't like it much after but i already signed up so i was like fuck it i'm doing it right but- so we so we were going to do Snuffles as our original marathon, but they, they never opened it up. For they didn't, yeah, because, for COVID. Because of COVID, it's a very liberal area. And so we were looking for other marathons, and we were originally going to sign up for one called Staunton, which is another trail marathon over on the Eastern Slope. And after this, we were like, no, no, no we've got to have a, a, like a road marathon. So that's where we ended up signing up for Rimrock. But before Rimrock, there was Lead King. There was Lead King, and that was literally my nightmare. Not only did we run it twice, because we did, this guy. It's like, oh, let's go out there. And um, I wanted to get mentally prepared for what the elevation gain was going to be. I in no way realized that he wanted us to run the entire trail just to know what we were getting into. I was cool with just knowing what the elevation was. This fucker made us do the whole thing, and we did it twice. I am grateful that we did because (laughs) we did cut off 15 minutes off of our time and we ran further the second time than we did the first time. So it felt really good. And after doing that, it definitely made me want to go up to the monument and run that before we did the actual marathon. Well, so my thinking on, well, let's take a step back. Your original training plan for marathons said 
we would run a certain amount each week. Mm -hmm. And then leading up to the marathon, uh, you only ever get to a certain amount, but you never actually run the full yes, marathon thing. Exactly. So I don't think there's a single person out there that runs a marathon before having right. to run a marathon. So, so her mindset going into Lead King was, we don't have to run the whole thing, okay? We don't have to. No. But my mindset was, we should run this whole thing so we have a good understanding of how the course is and also get that distance in so that we, you know, our bodies are used to that kind of distance. Yeah. So, so we drove up there together. It's in Marble, Colorado. There's a really beautiful uh, crystal mill place there that's, uh, you know, real scenic. Yeah. And uh, we get there in my car and I have the keys and the whole time, like, so she also had like lunch reservations that day. Yep. And so she's trying to get back home so she can go to these these uh, reservations and i'm so like this run sucks i'm trying to run it fast so i can make it to my right. lunch reservations the whole while i'm hating life right. because this it was a really a hard run like it was not an easy yeah. run by any means it was it, it's probably the hardest run we did mm -hmm. even over our over marathon. the marathon for sure but yeah the whole time we're, we're running up this hill it's just it's just a suck fest it's straight up like this and the whole time she's like Fuck this. I'm turning around. Well, because they at first said it was only the first four miles that it right. was an incline. It was like five and a half. Five and a quarter. Yeah. So that extra mile was like, if it doesn't start going down here pretty right. soon, I'm turning around. And he's like, I have the keys. I was like, go you ahead. Can't, I was like, go ahead and turn around. But I, but I got the keys. Yeah. Like, you mother. She's like, you son of a bitch. You're a piece of shit. And I was like, Tyreen, don't you, don't you have... Don't you have a sense of adventure? Don't and you I told him, no, I am not white. I am black. <laughs> we leave it to the Caucasian persuasions over here. You do know I'm black, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's true. So anyway, so we ended up running the whole thing, but she was just bitching, bitching and moaning the bitching. whole way. I stubbed my toe. I think I broke my toe that run. Did you? Yes. Coming down that last stretch, mm -hmm. I think I broke my toe. So I was like, I'm, I was terrified of injury. So just doing more than what was needed or expected was just, it, it seemed dumb to me. Yeah. That was a, that was a, an awful run. And the funny thing about that is the lady that suggested it to us was is this lady michelle she's uh the wife of that guy hart the one that w wondered why i had never run further than seven miles they're a bunch of shit talkers okay do you see where i'm getting at here yeah so michelle gets this idea of hey hey this this uh this lead king lead king's so much fun like we should do like basically making it sound like she's done it before, done it before. it's a great run she and knows what what to expect all of this we get up there on race day and we're running with Michelle and she's like, I can't believe you guys came up here like the other weekend without me. And we're like, well, you've ran this before though. And she's like, no, no, no this is my first one. First time. We're like, are you fucking for real right now? <laughs> You're the one that got us into this. And here we are. We had already virgin. Yeah. We already ran that thing the week, like a week or was it two weekends before that? Two weekends before. And that's why we beat her. Right. Too. Yeah. We beat her. We ass. beat her and we beat Steve, our <laughs> trainer. <laughs> First and only race I'm running with him. Yeah, <laughs> beat him. That, oh, that let's talk about that too, because because Steve on all of our training runs, he's like like we said, he's the Mr. Miyagi of running. So he's he's all zenned out. 
he's like every like he's so positive like everything's like mr positive with him yep and one of the things that he would do to us on every training run is let us get like a mile ahead right like she and i are just booking it we think we're, we're killing oh it. We're, we're so fucking fast look at us and he's just walking and just very you know run walking you know leisurely leisurely runs a little bit walks yeah. a little bit and then after the first mile when he's warmed up fucking burns us and flies just right by flies right by doesn't even wait for us he's not like he's like when we trained for lead king <laughs> this fool not only did he beat us by like 20 minutes 25 minutes oh, he came back he turned back around <laughs> met us still with like a mile and a half left and ran it back in with us like yeah. just adding insult to injury it was unbelievable how great he is and how crappy we are so so we go into lead king and we're like we've got to beat him we do but he got like really far ahead of us sure did and uh on the uphill he's way better yeah. at hills he, he loves he loves his are. hill training loves his hill training so so the first like five and a half miles where we basically walked most of it we did power walked well we finally got to the top we we went booking it down the hill and we ended up passing steve and once we passed him like she and i were like we can't let we him can't get let it. him get past us again this was our only <laughs> opportunity so we just every time we kept running and then we kept looking back and if we saw him we're like Fuck. bam boom 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 there was a couple times some chicks on the trail they snuck up on us and they i i turned around i'm like oh my god i thought you were steve and I, i'm like we gotta go we gotta go because it was luckily it was never steve <laughs> but i was terrified he was just gonna come creeping yeah. up on us i could have swore like at, at any minute he was gonna be right behind us but we got we ended up finishing by like a good 10 minutes ahead of him yeah yeah we did good yeah. so that's almost a whole mile yeah ahead of him so we felt we felt really good about that and yep. uh and now we're basically retiring from long distance running so he never has a chance to ever again re regain that no, glory never <laughs> the teacher has been taught we schooled him <laughs> so that was that was lead king that was lead king that was terrible that day um my legs hurt pretty bad i also i also had to get up that morning because so you took advantage of michelle's extra bed bed yep. in her cabin so you got up there early the night before yeah and i don't know if you guys can hear bells ringing and stuff like that but normally i kick my cat out of the office when i'm doing podcasts because of this <laughs> but i'm we're out in the living room now so she's like fuck you guys <laughs> um anyway so so i didn't have that luxury so i had to drive from here to marble which is what an hour and a half hour and a half yeah about an hour and a half so I had to get up at like three in the morning and uh my my girlfriend nurse chick she she's a sweetheart i asked her if she would pick me up so that meant she had to leave at like two, two. in the morning yeah she comes and picks me up takes me to lead king and sits there around waiting for you to run this race sits there waiting waiting for four me hours right she made a sign for me made a sign. then drove me back i passed out in her car on the way home because <laughs> i was exhausted and then poor thing i i get out of the car and i was like okay well bye bye see I, you I, later I gotta go because i have my kids here and... rude <laughs> she hasn't she hasn't met my kids yet so i was like all right thank you yeah, yeah. see you later see you later I, I felt like a, i felt like a, a jerk for that but she's very sweet you know well, what can you do what can you do <laughs> <laughs> so that was so lead king was uh september 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 19th so we had we basically had all of October to get ready for the marathon. Yes. We took like a week off after Lead King. Yes. And then 
we had we only had basically two weeks. And the furthest we had we had <clears throat> run, him was nineteen, and me was only fifteen. I ran twenty once. Because uh, f- to get ready for Ultra, I ran oh, I ran double Craig's, loop. I ran loop. Craig's so 20, twice. I'm sorry, yeah. 20 for him and only 15 for me. So in that, what, six-week period of time, we had to go from you 20 but me 15 all the way to right. whatever the marathon was going to be or our longest training run prior to, <laughs> which ended up being 22 and a half. That was the longest we ran prior to. Yeah, yeah. So we... We decided, um, we t- was it the week after Leg King that we drove the monument? Yes, it was the very next week. Okay, because we wanted to take a week off from running uh, just to give ourselves a break. So we actually drove the monument, which is huge. It's yeah. so vast. It takes about 35 minutes to drive it from one end to the other because yeah. it's really windy roads and you want to see curves, all that stuff. And the speed limit's <laughs> slow and yeah, there's lots of slow. bikers and stuff, so... So we, we drove it, and then I think the weekend after, I did a run, but no, we ran, we ran, our, we ran together. We ran around Cedar Edge. Yes. That was about 20, wasn't it? That was 19. That was the day it was supposed to be 18. Oh, that's right. Because he's really quick to be like, oh, it's eight, about 18. I'm like, okay, cool. Right, right, yeah, yeah. At 18.8 or 18.9, yeah. I'm like, you can't call that 18. <laughs> that's 19 miles. Well, I also can't tell her uh, we're going to have to run eight, 19 when we've agreed to do an 18. It, yes, because I'll be pissed. But then he right. gets us halfway there and the only... Half- I, was like, I was like, oh, by the way, it's closer to 19. 19. She's like, you son of a bitch. And this is the, also the day that we're both dying. Like, those last two miles of that run, my that knees was, were killing that me. That was rough. My feet yeah. were killing me. My calves were killing me. So, we, yeah, we picked the, – the trail we picked was around our, our neighborhood, basically. And it was, it was 19 miles all, all around the town of Cedar Edge and uh, Eckert. Eckert. And uh, yeah, that that and we picked it. I picked it this way one because it's a loop, and I like running loops. Well, and two because it was a mostly uphill for about the first half, and then downhill for the second half, which is what we were going to be looking at for the marathon yeah. too. So we were trying to get some of the elevation gain in there as well as some of the downhill running because people think downhill is all fun and games, but after you've been running for that long, downhill hurts worse sometimes than uphill. It all sucks. It all sucks. <laughs> it all sucks at that distance. Shoes are important. That's all yeah. I'm going to say. So we so we ran that that day. She was pissed at me. And then did we was it the next weekend after? When did we run the monument? Was it the weekend after? No, it was 2 weeks after. It was 2 weeks after. I had to go to Denver. You had to go to Denver. I had to go to San Diego at some point. Yep. Like our, our training got be- really hiatus there for a minute. Right, because between uh, Lead King and Rimrock, like there was all sorts of shit going on in our lives like yep. we we work. couldn't properly train for this marathon. <laughs> so we, like two weeks before the marathon, we decided to actually run most of the route. So we went to the monument, Colorado National Monument. And uh, one of the, like Lynn, one of the ladies at Run Club said that from gate to gate, it's 22 miles. So we're like, let's at least do that much. Yeah. You know, let's at least do that much and, and get a feel for that because then the rest should be mostly downhill. So we we ran that and I had really shitty insoles and you had a problem with your shoes. My old shoes. I had my old shoes on. Yeah. I had been running in these shoes all season long. And you don't realize that running 200 or 300 miles on a pair of shoes 
but yeah, you, you, it, it makes a difference towards the end. And so after that, I knew immediately I had to buy a new pair of shoes for the marathon. Yeah, and I had a different type of insoles in my shoes than I did for uh, for Lead King and uh, or for Lead King and the Ultra. Mm -hmm. And they were just the wrong kinds of insoles, and my feet just were absolutely destroyed at the end of that 22 miles i was in so much pain <laughs> I was in so much well pain. we thought it was 22 but it turned out to be 22.5 so when you're yeah. in that much pain you think you're supposed to be done you're not done right. and you can see the car still a half a mile away you're like fuck how am i supposed to right get to the car right now? i have no choice and and also when you're running that kind of distance you, you, I mean, it doesn't sound that like that much, right? Oh, 22, 22 and a half, who cares? When you've already ran 22 miles, a half a mile just seems like forever. It is. And so when we ran Rimrock, I was super pissed because whoever did the mile markers for that had it all the way wrong. We ran 26.7 miles. It, it was 27 point something. No, it wasn't. Yeah, was it? Yeah. Oh my God. My Okay, so then my watch was think, still off too. I think. I don't know. I don't know. I have to look at my phone, but it was... It was not 26.2. Which is what a marathon is, people. <laughs> Just FYI. <Right>. So anything <laughs> above and beyond that, when you've already ran for five hours, four plus, you're like, oh my God, I can't go any further. And that's where he, he just kind of tapped out on me. At the tw 22 and a half? No, I'm saying at the at Rimrock. Oh, was, at, at, it was probably 24 and a half. Oh, at the at the end at of the, the race, end, yeah. yeah, probably 25. Yeah, I was through. I'm not gonna lie, I was through too, but I still had a little bit yeah. more in my tank. But you were actually like I was in like, pain. I, it was hard for me to run. Yeah. So, so we did the 22 mile training run. Then uh, we we went into taper week. Taper week. Yep. And uh, so we were both talking about this. Like, okay, we were like. At the end of this marathon, I'm gonna. We're both gonna take a break from running. Let's. We're gonna get back in the gym. In the gym. We're gonna. We're gonna. You know. We're gonna. We're gonna put on some size. Some size. We're gonna, weight. We're gonna strong. fucking. We're gonna bulk up and yes. shit. Yes. Winter bulk. And so I. So on my taper week, I was like, Yeah, I might as well. I might as well start. You know, doing my. Start early. Doing my gym shit. So. So what I what I had been doing for these training runs is is we switched our training days, our our big training run days to, to Sundays. Sundays. So Mondays were my rest days well the weekend before the marathon i didn't really run like hardly at all sunday so monday i went to the gym and did you know chest and shoulders and and triceps and then tuesday i did back biceps and abs and so wednesday i was like well it's leg day might as well do fucking leg day i haven't done leg day in a while i hadn't done leg day like an actual fucking like gym leg day because i'm i'm a runner and i haven't done it in forever just I just a side note, he tries to tell you that running is a leg day. Running, what I did consider running as, as yeah, my leg until day. until he did a leg day. And then so then I did, I did leg day, and uh, I really, like, pushed it a little too hard. And so Tuesday and, and – or, sorry, Thursday and Friday, I was in so much fucking pain. I was like, oh, my God, what did I do? I've got a marathon on Saturday. <laughs> so Friday night, I went and stayed at Nurse Chick's house. She has this, like, deep blue, like, ointment shit from doTERRA and you said it helped oh my god yeah i put that stuff on i went to sleep the next morning i was like oh you like, felt great yeah <laughs> until we hit mile 24 right <laughs> so that yeah so on actual race day i was like i was doing good yeah. i was like this is awesome I, by mile 14 
that's really when my feet started hurting on the 22 okay. mile. Okay. So I was waiting until 14 to say anything about it. Right. But at 14, I was like, okay. You're good. We're good. We're good. We're good. Feet feel good. Well, that's how I felt too. Once we got past the halfway mark and we hit like 15, I'm like, okay, my feet, my knees aren't hurting. Yeah. I feel okay. I, I can keep going. Let's go. <laughs> Then we hit 19, and that was the visitor center. Visitor center. And that was that was good. I still felt okay, but I still had some tightness in the tops of my I, quads. I think, honestly, that's pretty much where my, my legs started hurting is Res vi visitor center. Yeah. We stopped. We stretched. I had to stretch. I got, I got some more crack in me. I used, yeah, I used some more crack. You're bucked up. Where my bucked up. Remember, I almost threw up because it was powder, and yeah. I tried to swallow the powder, and it <laughs> went down my, like, windpipe, too. Oh, that was ridiculous. You're supposed to snort it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I totally should have. I totally should have. Yeah, yeah. that was terrible. So we, uh, so yeah, my legs really started hurting again at, by that point. And I also had taken some ibuprofen that morning. I think it, that was wore off by then. See, and I had taken ibuprofen like in the middle of the race. Yeah. I tried to be prepared this time. Well, I also forgot my water bag. Yes, that was a that genius was a, move. That, that was, was another thing. So this whole time we've been training with with uh like camel cam packs camelbacks and and uh because i was staying the night in grand junction i totally like packed up all my stuff and forgot it and i was like well shit you know at least they have 11 aid stations so i, I didn't really that slowed us down too just so you know we had to stop at every single fucking aid station because <laughs> I this get, motherfucker i had to do shots at, at the aid, aid <laughs> station take like three little cups and shit it was so funny yeah but I, I slammed them down as fast as i could yeah but uh yeah, I had to do that. I, and normally we could have just ran with with the camelback. Yeah, for sure. I didn't. I did not run out of water because we stopped at so many of the <laughs> aid stations. I had a full pack when we got to the car. But still, even with that, we beat our twenty two mile oh, training yeah. time by an hour. Yes. Yeah. We okay. So the that twenty two mile, like I told you, four fifty six fifty six was what we hit that time. By the time we got to that same mark on marathon day, we were at 3.58. So we were just little short of an hour over. And then we ended up doing the whole marathon in five hours and 10 minutes, which is where we were almost at for the 22 mile. But had your feet not been hurting, I think we could have got under five. We probably could have. Yeah. I told him, I was like, if we try real hard from this point, I think we can go under five. His exact words were, I don't think I care that much. <laughs> Right. <laughs> I, I was like, I'd like to see a four on that time. Right. And he's like, by the I end, I was. I care. By the end, I, I was like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> I knew I was going to finish. You know, I was like, I cared though. I was like, point. I was like, I have to finish this race because there's no way I'm going to d get a DNF on this, be drove driven back, and then and then have to fucking do this all over again. Yeah. Because no, I was like, because no we were both like, after this race, we're That's done. It. We're fucking done. That's it. So. Yeah, at least I mean, at least I, I, I ran and walked a little bit. He did, yes, yeah. yes, he I definitely tried did. to push through some of it. But oh, 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 let's talk about it. Let's talk about how you tried to push through some of it because I'm like, okay, I'm gonna finish the end. I try to get this motherfucker to walk or to run. Yeah, we get to the point where like we're a block away, and I'm like, if we don't start running right now, they're gonna see us walking. They can't see us walking, so we have to start running. So we start running. So then we get like. I don't know, 200, 300 feet from the finish, and I'm like dead out sprint. This asshole starts sprinting <laughs> after all this time making me walk. Then he just has to beat you, me you at the fucking end. You want to know why though? Because you had to beat me. Yeah, but you want to know why though? No. So space time. Space time. No, because 
<laughs> because when we did Lead King, right, when we came through the finish line, I was I was too busy making Make TikToks, TikToks. So you were running ahead, and I was just like, I didn't really give a shit. And yeah. I was, and oh, so on the marathon you had to. So you so you so you beat me on the on the uh, on Lead King because I'm filming. <laughs> well, and. Uh, I had a couple of assholes in the comments say, oh, a chick beat you. Oh. And I was like, I was like, well, I can't let her do that again. Whatever. He (laughs) literally beat me by less than a second. It was only because he put his arm in front of me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that was the only reason why. Winners, winners find a way to win. Whatever. Cheaters find a way to win. (laughs) That's not what they say in pro wrestling. Yeah, of course, because they're all cheaters. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. So... We did, we did book it though. That was good. We did hit space time there at the end. Yeah. That was pretty awesome. So you, uh, so now, now that, now that the marathon's over, you get the itch, you get the itch again? No. You want to do this shit again? No. (laughs) Hell no. I told everybody and I still will stand firm. I will still run half marathons, but I can't do a marathon ever again. I don't even want to do a half. I'll do a half because I can wake up and in two weeks, even three weeks and, and be ready to go. But a full marathon, you cannot do that with. And I don't like having to dedicate the hours upon hours upon. Unless I was doing it in three weeks and we signed up for another marathon, like right now in three weeks, that would be the only I way even, I would do I it. I wouldn't even want to do it then. I it, wouldn't even want to do it unless it was a Colfax and it's flat or downhill. It's even, it's just, it's, it's just so much pain. It's like, a lot. It's so much pain. What, the thing I didn't like about it this year was... I basically gave up every weekend yeah. for an entire year yeah. to train for this year. Yeah. And when when you're first doing the long distance runs and you're not used to it, you are absolutely fucking wrecked after each long run. Yep. And you're just like, I can't walk for the rest of the day. Yeah, even when you're doing, okay, so you say for the half marathon, you're doing two two hours, two hours, 15 minutes. Then for the whole, like you said, the rest of the day, it doesn't matter if you only ran for two hours, you're still so sore and then the next day you're still sore yeah yeah so and that was when we were doing our runs on saturdays so we still could do a little something on sunday yeah but then once we switched it to sunday you can't drink on saturday because you have to be hydrated for sunday you have to carb load you can't really do anything saturday to get prepared for sunday and then you have to spend the whole day sunday running and then you're walking around like an 87 year old man for the whole rest of the day after running yeah that's literally how i felt for the last two days yeah. Or I would say Sunday, Sunday, Monday, part of Tuesday. Mm-hmm. I couldn't walk hardly at all. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was bad. And I was just this, this whole year. Yep. And, uh, I, and I'm, I'm trying to be like, you know, I'm more of a social person, you know, ever since going on this 3% path, like I try to be more outgoing and, and have shit going on. You ha- you can't have anything can't. fucking going on nope. when you're, you're laid up on the couch in yep. pain. I smoke a lot of weed. That's about it. <laughs> and that's what keeps me going. I, I wanted to go. I wanted to ride my motorcycle more this year. I barely got to ride my motorcycle yeah. this year. Yeah, we didn't have no time for any of that. Yeah. It was not good. Yeah, it was terrible. So I think next year, I, I, I definitely want to do like a Tough mutter, or... You yeah, know, something with an obstacle course. Like a Spartan race kind Ooh, of thing. Spartan. But even those are only like 10K. Yeah, most, most of them are 10Ks. I'm good. I'm good with that. I would do 10K. I still want to do. I was really mad that I missed the Bronco 7K this year, but I'll go back next year and do the Bronco 7K. That's still only four and a quarter. Is it 7K because of uh, John, John Elway. Elway? Yeah. Yeah. Stupid number because it's like four and a third miles or something dumb. Yeah. But I want to do another sense. half marathon. I'll do another half marathon. 
That's a hard pass. But that's as far as I'll go. You know what uh, was really good, though, about this training is I did two 5Ks this year. Mm -hmm. And, like, both of them I got, like, first. Really good time on. Really good. Really yeah, first in my age group on the Apple Fest yeah. 5K. On, on the marathon, we got top 10. Top 10. Which, for our first marathon, I think was it's not pretty, bad. I pretty will impressive. say there were only 12 people in my age group for females. Yeah. There was only 12. There was... I think there was only, well, there's more, there's more dudes. There's more dudes. There's more but dudes. But you also came in a place higher than me. I came in seventh out of 12. So yeah, eh, it's okay. Yeah. I'll take it. Like you said, first marathon. I'll yeah. take it. I, I look at it like top 10. But when yes. I know that that old lady. Old flabby, old flabby, flabby butt. butt. <laughs> she beat both of us. She so. did. And I, I don't know if it was her that was her time, but I know she, she was at like four, like 420 or something like that. Mm -hmm. Something crazy. Yeah. Ugh. Something stupid. A four-hour marathon, that's like a 10-minute mile the entire time. Like, that seems so difficult. But when you really think about it, our average pace was 11.37. So if we had pushed it at all on those last two miles when you were hurting, we easily could have probably hit that pace. Yeah. My muscles would have torn, I think. You think so? I think so. Well. <laughs> This is me playing the tiniest violin. She's like, you bitched out. You bitched out. <laughs> After he pushed me so hard for every fucking training run, only to walk into the finish line. We ran okay. in. We ran in. The last Well, the funny, thing, the funny thing is, is the whole time we're like, where the fuck is the visitor center or the... the the community center. Community center, Where the yeah. fuck is the community center it, You know, from this point? This makes no sense. And then it's like, oh... So right. we get to the we get to the end of the sidewalk and I look around the corner. It's right it's there. It's right there. Like, oh, like, shit. We have to start running right now. They're going to see us. <laughs> They're going to see us. They're going to judge. And they would. Yeah. No, that's what made it even better. On. To do, yeah, to do this, uh, the space time. We did, we did space time at the end. <laughs> right, yeah. right then when everybody could see. For you guys that don't understand the space time reference, if you watch the Snyder cut of uh, Justice League, the Flash runs so fast that he turns back space time. So that's, that's what, what we that's how you That's what you have to do at the end of a race. <laughs> you know, the, to really push it, you have to break space time. Where did you guys go after the race? We went back to, we went back to her house. She gave me a full body massage. Oh, yeah. We all went for lunch <laughs> like normal people do. Oh, I would have fucking passed i i basically like passed out i almost did too yeah. i literally was laying on the table there was a few times i faced down in her massage table that she bought for me so we're get we're going face to down. get in my friend's car right yeah and he had driven my truck up there and so i have to like hold on to the door and like jump up oh shit yeah because i used my calf muscle and it literally it knotted up so hard oh god and it took like two minutes i'm breathing like i'm in labor <laughs> trying to get this thing to relax out of the back of my calf muscle. I'll never do that again. It was terrible. I remember the first time I ever had something like that happen where my, my calf popped. Yeah. Nodded. I thought I thought I like tore a tendon Yeah, or how could you not? That's yeah. what it feels like. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. And then it relaxed. I go, is it not torn? Yeah, like, what the fuck happened? Torn. The but fuck? that's what it felt like. Because yeah. I had already used my muscles so much. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, let me just jump into this calf. They say that when that happens, it's a lack of potassium. I'm sure it is, but I didn't yeah. have any bananas on hand. We had those tabs. 
Oh, I, I had had two of those tabs, and I did eat yeah. a banana after the brace was over. That was the only thing I did eat from their stupid little. Oh, I yeah, I thing. had a banana. Oh, yeah. and I had my free beer, my hundred dollar beer. I didn't even drink that. I didn't. Even you drink didn't? It. No. Oh, I drank I had my, a glass oh, of wine. Oh, I, in my I took car. advantage of my one hundred dollar beer. My dumbass left my bag of clothes. They put it in the mail for me, though. <laughs> I was happy that because I thought they I were going to donate. I had your goodie bag too. Yay! Because yeah. oh, Michelle said the t-shirts have hoods on them. Do they have hood? I, they had a color. Yeah, no, I think it has a hood. Does it actually yeah. have a hood? Sure. I'm excited to see it. Okay. Yeah. I was really upset, though, that they gave us the same exact um, medal that they gave the half marathoners. Was it the exact same? Yeah. I was I was like, why does my medal look the same as yours, Michelle? I did the full marathon. That's that's the reason why Steve likes the Ultra so much. Yeah, because he just gets a t-shirt. Because he gets a t-shirt that says ultra but you don't run an actual like 50k ultra race exactly it's misrepresentation (laughs) of what actually went down yeah but yeah that was great so never again never again more to the story i would say though that i highly recommend like dudes do something very strenuous like this at least once in your life yeah make it a goal train for it because i think it, it it changes you I do too. I think the sense of accomplishment that we both have after doing this is like, it's unprecedented. I know that I'll never do it again, but <laughs> I also know that having to withstand the training and the endurance of the whole race day, like it definitely, it changes you. It makes you a different person and it lets you know you can do things sometimes when you don't always think that you can. Definitely. I never would have thought I would have actually said I could be, I could run a marathon and... I had, did it. I never had any aspirations to do it. I made him do it. I never had any aspirations to run. There was at one point in my life where I would run a mile and a half because that's all the Navy requires. Makes you do. And I was like, that's good enough. That's, if it's good enough for the Navy, it's good enough for me. Well, and then, I will take the responsibility of turning him into a marathoner. <laughs> You're welcome. The, but then I, uh, well, then I, I dated that gal that got me into 5Ks and 10Ks, and then I got really into it. And I think the fact that I got really into it, like, yeah, it turned her off. It turned her off because mm-hmm. that was her thing. Yep, she's super you, competitive. Yeah, and you just took it over and right, and just killed it. Fucking yeah, and and then uh, yeah, and then I joined Run Club where you have you know all these other runners. That are way older than you. That have done all this stuff before. Like a piece of shit. Like that's what killed me is that Steve would murder me. He's twenty years older, twenty five years older than me. Yeah, killing me. Right, and so, and a lot of these guys have run like marathons and half marathons. They they used to do this all back in the day. So it's like okay that they talk us into it and then fucking fail. fail. But yeah, so it's like it's good to be around people that push you to do better like out of your comfort zone a little bit yep but uh, now that i've been out of my comfort zone i want to get back into it a little right, bit right you know me what too. I mean? yeah i want to just <laughs> go do a regular leg day i'd like to have that soreness again yeah. because this soreness is for the birds i would much rather deal with you know muscle pain than tendon ligament and muscle pain right and you don't realize how much havoc it does wreak, wreck on your body. Like, you are definitely damaged after doing something like this. That's right. why you, I don't know how they do it, like, all the time. I, I remember during one of our runs, you said I couldn't call your feet dogs. Then you still can't. And I was like, but but still, like, they're, but they're, don't. they turned into dogs by they the end of this They did by shit. the end of this. But now <laughs> we're on the road to puppydom. To pu- and cute 
cute toes and foot fetishes again. Somebody will eventually love my toes. Shoot, I couldn't believe it. During one of the one of the runs, like her feet were hurting. I was like, oh, your dog's barking. She's like, don't you dare. Don't ever. Call them dogs. I don't like it. I really don't don't like that reference at all. It's the same thing as like vagina and a beaver. Like, I don't want that reference either. But beavers eat wood. I don't give a shit. <laughs> it's a terrible analogy. That's the that's uh, the etymology there. Is that's that what it is? Okay. Yeah. No, not for not for Tyreen. Doesn't work for me. Thanks though. What about a kitty cat? I just let's go with pussy. Let's just go with pussy. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. <laughs> let's stick to the good old tradition. Good old school. Yeah. Good old school. <laughs> shit. This conversation's turned south. It did. It went real fast. Well, we're uh, we're pretty close to an hour. We should just go ahead and wrap up. Yeah. Where, where can people find you online? You're uh, Deloach oh, for no. Life. Deloach for Life. You don't want to find me. I'm not interesting online. <laughs> She's Deloach for Life on TikTok, but she never puts. I out never any post anything. I've re- okay. So just a side note. I have been contemplating doing content. Whoa. But my my problem is, what do I talk about? Fucking I'm not on a three percent man journey. Fucking weed. Do weed reviews. Weed reviews. They're so... Those are so... What is the word? You can't... It's it's relative. Yeah. Right. It's relative. It's subjective. That's the word. That's the word, yeah. Yes, that's the word. Well, same with like wine. People talk about, oh, this wine's great because it's got an aroma. Oaky flavor. I don't want oak in my wine. This weed gives you a fucking... I don't know. I don't know. You have no idea. I don't do weed, so I don't know. You have no idea. If I do, I'll do a podcast and have you come on it and talk about nothing. Talk about not doing weed? (laughs) Yeah. So, Paul, why don't you do weed? I was a dare kid. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Me too. All right, Tyreen. Thanks for joining no, me. No, thanks for having me on. It's pretty awesome. Hopefully people uh, don't find me annoying. It's going to be the number one, number one episode of all time. I think so. Tyreen, thanks for coming over and <laughs> having that conversation with me. Uh, I don't know about you, but it's a damn relief that we don't have to do any more of these long ass runs. In fact, I'm recording this, the intro and the outro. Uh, the weekend after our race. And it's the first weekend in months where I didn't have to do some kind of training. And it was glorious. I slept in this morning. I slept in yesterday, which was Saturday. And uh, I loved it. I loved it. I'm back to my training Monday through Friday and resting on the weekends. And uh, I couldn't be happier. And hopefully you feel the same. And um, all right. That's all we have this week, guys. I hope you like this episode. Hope you got out of it. Hope you got some, maybe some motivation out of it. Uh, but either way, we'll see you guys next week. Thank you for listening to Come On Man. If you are new to the podcast, I highly recommend reading How to Be a 3% Man by Corey Wayne at least 10 to 15 times. I recommend you watch his coaching videos on YouTube, and I recommend that you engage with other 3% men in our 3% Man Facebook group. Links to all of these are in the show notes. If you like this episode, please give us a good rating on your favorite podcast platform of choice and share with all of your bros. Now go out and get it.